What is up, everybody? We are here for a jam-packed episode of WTR. Just kidding. Quite the slow week, but we got a good episode for you, nevertheless. Josh, how are you doing on this beautiful Sunday morning? Um, I'm all right. I've been staying up too late this weekend, so I've been sleeping in, which I know is the bane of your existence. You are very anti-sleeping in. I'm not anti-sleeping um, in. Here's what I think. I think that because your your body won't let you sleep in, it has turned you against others who do. I don't have a problem with sleeping in, but I have a problem with people who sleep in but don't schedule things the day before. So I'm just left in this like nether realm of hours where it's like, should I do this? Or are you going to start soon? Like, I don't know. So I would just So like, this morning I woke up at like 12-ish and then I heard like this banging sound. I don't know. I think they're doing construction on like one of the houses behind me. But I was like, yo, this is the devil working right now. And um, I just, I don't know why I didn't think, okay, maybe I should just get up. And then it won't bother me as much. But I was like, no, fuck this. So I threw all my blankets all over my head and I just went back to sleep for like another hour. It was great. While but, you uh, did that, I watched the third Pierce Brosnan and James Bond, The World Is Not Enough. And it sucked ass. Which one is that one? Uh, with uh, Denise Richards and Begbie from Train Spotting, the guy who can't You're- feel pain. You're a fan of Denise Richards. I know you are. I am, and it has maybe my favorite closing line in any movie ever. Her name is it. her name is uh Dr. Christmas Jones in the whole movie. She's oh, like God. she's like, don't make any jokes. And in the end, her and James Bond are getting nasty, and he's like yeah. he's like laying on top of her and he's like, I thought they said Christmas only comes once a year. And then it just ends. And I was like, all right. <laughs> Say what I will about the movie. That's a hell of a way to end it. <laughs> that's a hell of a line. Yeah, that's ten. That's, that's classic right. James Bond. You know what I need to watch? Completely, completely, completely unrelated. Could it be less related in the world? I need to watch My Life as a Zucchini. I I saw a tweet I've about, known that. about this movie for a while, but I didn't know that Celine Sciamma wrote it. Okay, so we definitely saw the same tweet. Yeah, we definitely did this morning, and um. I really need to watch that now because, you know, the animation was definitely looking interesting to me. But uh, for all my portrait stands out there, get out there. Check that movie out. because Maybe I'll watch it. Maybe we'll talk about it. I don't know. Maybe we will. My life is maybe a Puccini. I feel like maybe we need to talk about The Matrix. Not today, but, like, maybe, like, if we're really fiending for some time, I feel like we could easily talk. Because for those of you who don't know, Alex, me, and Elon have been continuing our Matrix, Matrix watching. Uh, we watched the second one yesterday, and we will be watching the third one today if all goes as planned. Um, there's something. So. There's something I would like to talk about it a little bit because there is something very nice about like, like sitting down and kind of watching like a series just like in a chunk. Like when we did Lord of the Rings, like or just a rewatch of all three, like a weekend apart. It was awesome because it gets you in like, it gets you more excited per movie. Um, of course, and like there's nothing. Like a movie can be exciting on its own, but the most exciting one of the most exciting things about watching a movie is being able to discuss it with people who also saw it. Yeah. Hence why we started a podcast. But uh so yeah, I'm excited to watch Revolutions today and hopefully you like it. Yeah, we'll see. I like the second one. It's just like Well said no, we're gonna save it. We're gonna save it. We're gonna save it. I gotta post my thirty day song challenge for today. Oh shit. Are you doing that? You're not doing it, right? I'm doing it, like, in Tal Bangers, but I'm not officially doing it. You should just do it. 
Nah, because I don't want to like. I don't one. I don't really like Instagram stories, even though I just posted one. Even so, though Instagram stories are the elite stories. No, I just don't like. Like I would have loved to do the thing that Prims did, where it's like name an artist and I'll put the favorite like my favorite song by them. But like, yeah, I don't cool. want to look for sixty pictures of artists or like I just don't want to post like that many for pictures of anybody. What? For the song challenge, all I do is I just circle which day it is and pick the song. That's yeah, it. Yeah, see, like, I don't want to do that. It takes me five seconds. Nah, because then there's there's also, like, what I like about our, like, little group chat is that there's, like, honorable mentions. Like, I can't pick one song. I just can't. So, like. You can put honorable mentions. No, but that's just more work for me. I'm fine not oh doing Oh, my it. God. You just hate all challenges. No, I just, like. The less I have to be on social media, the better I feel. Says I don't the know. guy who's literally on Twitter all day. Well, that's long. the thing. Like, I don't care about Instagram because I'm like a Twitter fiend, and so like, if like I don't re- like I limit myself to Instagram as much as possible because I also think Instagram is like the worst social media of them all. No, Facebook. No, in terms of like what people actually use, like Facebook, I don't. I just go on Facebook no. and I'm like, yo, look at all these legit, moronic, insane people in comments. Like, everyone on Facebook is an idiot. Okay, like I don't someone, know about that. like movie web. Like I, I don't know how I have these like on my feed. I'm assuming it's just from like years of having it, and like I've just never unsubscribed or unliked whatever. The AMC article got posted of like, oh. Um, like they may go out of business and like the first six comments were like, Oh, don't worry. One big movie is going to come out and then that'll be it. Like they'll be back in the, like out of the red. And it's like, do not understand how simple, like, I don't even, I'm not a businessman or an economics guy by any means, but even I'm not stupid enough to understand that that's not how it works. Like, I guess people are stupid. There are a lot of dumb people on all social medias. But I do feel like, and this just might be the Twitter supremacist in me talking, but like, I think that the majority of stuff that gets popular on Twitter is not stupid. Like, it's very hard to get popular. Like, it's Twitter's the hardest place, I think, it, to get popular because it's solely based on what you're saying and the content you're posting. And people and not will at all shit on how you there. look. They don't care about how you look or how many friends you have. It's all about what you're posting. People will cook the shit out of you if you ain't coming correct on Twitter. Yeah, just you'll like, get hit with a shit out of you'll you. get hit with a shut up bitch and it's over. <laughs> it's fucking over. Game over. Um, the greatest reaction video of all time. Yeah, that or I would like to see it is another fav- like favorite of mine. That's like a relatively new meme though. Yeah, it's I, a really good one though. Like, I don't know. I like that one. I thought the there have been a lot. I mean, there's always good memes out, but like the Kiki Palmer, like I'm sorry to this man. I I never liked that one, and I never really saw it, so like I don't have attachment to it. She's like, I I don't know who that is. I've never seen this man. I don't. Sorry to this man. (laughs) I don't think you've got the facilities for that, big man. (laughs) That was too many F's. That's how what he says. Who says? Uh, Big Shaq. Big Shaq. That's the video. I don't think you've Quit got. I don't think you've got the facilities for that, big man. Okay, I don't remember that video, but uh, I mean, it's, I know it's what like you're relatively about. new as well. Oh well, then I haven't seen it. Well, 
All right. What do I look like? Do I look like the kind of guy who watches Big Shack videos? No, but it's just a meme on Twitter. Okay. It was like... Like, a lot of them, like, had to do with the quarantine. Okay. But... We'll move forward. Yeah. We will. Um, let me ask you this real quick, just to get it out of the way, because I don't really want to talk about it now, but I feel like it, we have to at least mention it. Um, those Frank Ocean singles, two Frank Ocean singles dropped. Um, were they were the two singles. Them? What's up? Were we not going to talk about them? Well, I was going to say, all right. These are the two singles that he dropped on vinyl back in October that people are just now getting. And it's almost like he was like, all right, now that people are getting their vinyls, I'll drop these tracks. So weird timing on that. But um, I was going to say, I'd be down to save the talk for the album if you are. Uh, who knows if an album is even remotely close, though. All right, so let's talk about it. I mean, yeah, there's not. we're not going to fucking write essays about it, but like, I figure it's cool to mention. Yeah, okay. So which one do you like better? Uh, Dear April, like, yeah. leagues better. I mean, Kayendo is dope. Like, they're, they're all right. Come on. I, I personally enjoyed DHL and In My Room significantly more than I did these songs. I agree, but that's because those are like, those sound very different from everything Frank's done. Even though they're still very much Frank songs. like, And I was excited to hear that new direction of sound for him. And these ones feel very, like, especially Dear April sounds like Dear April. A um, classic Frank Ocean song, gonna- which is more than fine with me literally could not ask for more but um you know i think it's definitely an exciting thing to see that drop i think kayendo is more in line with with like the direction it's just like a little more like out there and experimental at least that i felt bit. like it's closer to dhl and in my room than dear april is. yeah but i like definitely. dear april way more yeah yeah It'll be a deep cut. I mean, um, look, I'm just excited. You know, like you said, we don't know if we're ever going to get an album from him. But um, he's been dropping a lot of music, and they all look like singles. They don't look like Lucy's. Yeah. Like, like when he was dropping, like, Lens and Chanel and yeah. Viking Which is and all that shit. an elite time of history. It's elite time, for sure. But none of those songs, like, looked like they were coming from an album. Yeah. They looked like Lucy's, which they were. Did we but, ever, uh, what's your favorite of those? Dude, Chanel is so good, but I think I'm going biking. Which one? The one with Jay-Z and Tyler or the solo Solo. One? Solo. solo. Interesting. Okay. Even though I love Jay and Tyler, obviously, solo is where it's at. Um, what about you? I think I'm Provider. Provider is a yeah. really good song. Dude, and then he dropped that Moon River cover. Yeah. Like, Shout out. Uh, shout out Longshot. Yeah, Frank can do no wrong. So, and, and I don't know. I feel like we complain a lot as Frank Ocean fans, even though I like I'm late to that game, even because like I wasn't on it when like people were waiting for Blonde and shit like that. But I think that all things considered, right now, if you look at like look at other like other favorites of mine, like Kendrick Lamar hasn't dropped something in forever. You know what I mean? He's done features, but he hasn't dropped like an actual single in forever. And like. You know, why are all the best ones like recluses? Because they make us yearn for it. I will say, um, now that Coachella has officially been moved and they've said they're working on getting as many people from the the original lineup as possible, 
if Frank is still confirmed for October, I will be purchasing a ticket because I want to see these songs live. How do you think you're going to get a ticket? Because I one, I know someone who is selling it. Um, so I have him on the back burner. But Ugh, if you go to Coachella without me, I'm going. Well, to Well, you know, I, I I offer you all the time, and you always say no. Uh, no secondly, because... secondly, <laughs> um, I assume with it being moved, people will be getting refunds, and I'm assuming they're going to release those block of tickets. I assume they would have. I would not be surprised if they did not offer refunds. I think they, they are everybody's tickets. We'll see. Yeah, that is that is discuss that is an argument for later in the day. Nah, not well. Maybe not even today. We'll talk about that another time. I have no interest. Um, you have no interest because you're like, oh, I already know someone who's selling it. I'm gonna go and you can go fuck yourself. Like, well, no, because I've I I told you let's go to Flognon November and you hard no. That we're not going to Greece. Let's go see Frank. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> right, let's do it. All right. So maybe we'll figure that out. I don't know. <clears throat> Maybe the stars will align, Alex, and we'll figure it out, and we'll get there. Maybe. But anyways, I thought it was worth mentioning those Frank singles. Even like I said, we didn't get too in-depth with them, but definitely go listen to them. Um, one thing about Frank Ocean, I feel like, is like the people who know, they know. You know what I mean? Like They're in on it. They're all in on Frank. And there's people who just don't really vibe with it, but with every new opportunity to get into it, every new piece of music he drops, it's just a new chance for you to go down that rabbit hole and listen and let it take over your soul. So I encourage you, you non Frank ocean fans to get out there and listen to this stuff. And if you're looking for recommendations, you can always hit me and Alex in the DMS and we will hit you with that fire. That so. gas. That gas. Oh, Hana called me, but I didn't answer cause I am a trash bag. It's fucked up. I need to give a quick shout out to Schwartz because you sent me this picture of him. I said um, before we started recording, I am not irresponsible being on my phone like you. But, well, I was just checking. I saw you texted me, so I want to see what it was. But I want to shout out Schwartz for going out, being responsible. Um, when he goes out uh, in public, he's wearing his bandana, his, his you know his gloves. He's wearing everything. He's very well prepared for the quarantine. So, big shout Where out to Where do you see a bandana? Dogs. You didn't see that Snapchat from Santino yesterday? Oh, no. Oh, well, we'll talk about that later. Okay. <laughs> okay. But yeah, quick shout out to B-Dubs, Brandon Wilson. B-Dubs. <laughs> um, while we're on the subject of a music, what are you watching? I'm not watching anything. Oh, what I just heard about? I heard myself in the... Uh... Oh, we're fucking up. Um, so speaking of music, we're going to talk about an album. Uh, an album... That goes by the name of It Is What It Is, dropped by Thundercat uh, on Friday. Um, for those who don't know, Thundercat is like a funk musician. Um, he's he's did a lot of work on To Pimp a Butterfly, which is why that album has that sound. Um, and he was boys with a lot of people in the industry, like Kendrick, like I said, uh, Mac Miller. Him and Zach Fox are mad close. Anderson Puck. Yeah, for sure. We we uh he opened for Anderson and that was fire. Um so we listened to it and we're going to talk about it. Uh what do you think of it is what it is? So I I mean, the obvious thing that I know Thundercat from is like you said to Pimp Butterfly and that was like my intro to him and like if you 
if like listening to Thundercats music, you like you said can hear completely how massive his influence was on the sound of Timber Butterfly. Um, just funky bass lines and all that stuff. And naturally, I, I obviously really like that sound. I think it's cool. Um, it's hard for me to go through that album and maybe pick out my favorite songs, but just as an album to throw on and just like listen all the way through, I think is definitely a vibe as the literary community would say and um i don't know i mean i liked it i thought the features were cool i liked that nobody really like like you know when you see a song that's got like lil b and ty tal sign on it you're like i don't really know what this song is gonna sound like and like zach fox for instance could do all sorts of different things um but i like that it all everybody who hopped on the album kind of assimilated to this sound and fit in very well and so, well, I can't believe I, I got to listen to a little B song. Yeah. Like I was weird. able to get through it. Yeah. But like, this is not like any other little B song. Yeah. Sh- fun fact, chance and little B have a collab mixtape together that I downloaded and I listened to when it came out and that'll never be- happen again. Um, <laughs> I just wanted yeah. to drop that tidbit, but That's yeah, nice. I agree. Um, I like Thundercat a lot, especially like, I don't know, like you said, like the, it's, that's a really good way to put it. I'm just like, this is an album I would want to throw on in the background. Um, I've tried to like listen to Thundercat before, like as an artist. Personally, I just like, as much as I love his his musical side of it like the instruments and all that like it is very funky it is music that i really enjoy listening to like often but uh for me like i don't know his lyrics like he's a weird guy and uh his lyrics like as just a songwriter like i'm not a fan of and it it kind of like puts me off to listening to his music so like this is the first thundercat album i was able to fully get through um even though, like, I do like like his last album, there are some songs on there that are fucking fantastic. Like, there's a song with Kendrick, a Kendrick verse that's crazy. Yeah. Pharrell has a song on there. Um, so I like, like, I like him piecemeal, but this is a good album. Like, I just let it, like, I was playing Halo and just, like, let this rock for, like, on repeat. Yeah, I mean, I think that's kind of like, I don't know, I'm not at the biggest funk fan in the world but like you said i definitely can get down with this vibe for 40 minutes of my day you know what i mean and um i feel like like when we saw him perform live it kind of i mean i'm sure he was doing different songs but it just felt like he was just jamming you know i mean and that's what i want to hear like i would love to hear him get in a room with a bunch of musicians and just like see what comes out (laughs) you know what i mean just jam for for an hour you know what i mean so like you said, I don't really need like specific songs on like I don't I'm not going to probably I'm probably not going to revisit certain songs on this album. Like go back and be like, "Oh, this is my favorite. I'm going to go throw this on." But like every once in a while I'll be like, "All right, I'm in a, I'm in a funky mood right now. Let's get this going, you know?" Uh that being said, Dragon Ball Durag is a phenomenal song. Yeah. And you're going to say that. That is one that I will put on like frequently. Um yeah. we'll, we'll see. No, I I like put it on three times yesterday. Like no, I fun. know you were singing it. I know I heard you. It's uh, cool. He's making interesting music. So yeah, he's, I'm here for that. Yeah, 
and uh, he apparently worked with Kendrick a little bit on uh, Kendrick's newest album. So we'll see how interesting that gets. We'll see if we ever hear it. <laughs> yeah. Um, which I want to. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, like like I said, good album. Go check out Thundercat. Um, he's one of those guys I think that I would love to see featured on any song. Any song, like from one of my favorite artists, oh, they got Thundercat on it. I'm here for that because mm-hmm. I know it's going to be a funky, wavy song. But, you know, like I said, had you not had you not prompted me and been like, all right, we're going to talk about Thundercat this week. So shout out to you. But had you not said we're going to listen to Thundercat this week, I probably wouldn't have been rushing to listen to this album. No doubt. But that's just me. Well, baby girl, how do I look in my D-rag? Don't lie. I was far more excited to just blast the uh, <laughs> the Heartless remix with Lil Uzi Vert on repeat all day, bro. All damn day. I did listen to like the like the OPN remixes and stuff, and like I don't, I normally never do that. Like I yeah. normally never listen to remixes, but uh, I liked some of them. They were cool. Sure. All right. I, I, I'm not yeah, really there whatever. Um, um, I'd rather just listen to the regular songs at that point. Uzi could have done way better. I was talking to. It didn't sound like Uzi though, which is crazy. Yeah, it did. When I heard it, I was like, "This does like." I was expecting a lot worse. Wait, wait. Which song are you talking about right now? Heartless. Heartless, okay, yeah. No, I don't know. It sounded like Uzi. I could totally picture Uzi on that beat, but, like, I don't know. Uzi's been a disappointment lately. I was talking to Colin about it. Um, Here's a little bomb drop. He never was that great. You're an idiot if you think that Uzi doesn't have some fantastic songs. You know what we're not going to talk about? What? The Tuesday slide. <laughs> no, we are. I have no. I haven't even heard the song. You can talk about it. I posted I mean, the look, clip, and that was my discussion. I can't dance like Michael Jack. Wow, questionable. Very questionable. I don't like the way he breaks up Jack and Son. Um, <laughs> so what we're referring to right now is the new Drake song. If you guys haven't heard it yet, it's called the Tuesday Slide. It is very clearly a song made for TikTok. Um, it is the most basic of dance moves it's like right foot slide left it's foot right up. foot up left it's right Whatever. foot up right foot slide no it's right foot up left foot slide left foot up right foot slide come on now i will be doing it in the club okay but the thing is it's stupid and no one can see you doing it in the club because you're literally just doing a two-step it, i mean he's line dancing yeah we're gonna get we're gonna get bars of line dancing in 2020 Bro, you want to talk line dancing hit me with the cotton eye joe and we'll be going bananas like, what's the what's the better line dance, Cotton Eye Joe or Cupid Shuffle? Uh, Cotton Eye Joe, one hundred and fifty. Yeah, <laughs> but Cupid Shuffle is fire, son. Let me tell you this, Alex, and this is going to sound very random, but we're speaking of like ridiculous dance trends. Um, I saw like a link that someone posted in Tao Bangers to see like the song that was the yes. number one song when you were um twelve and or whatever. I looked, I looked yours up. Do you know yours? Well, which one did you do? The one when we were born or the anthem at 12 years old? The one that you were born. November oh. 2nd, 1996, right? Is your birthday? November 4th. 4th? Fuck. Why did I think it was the 2nd? Wow. Is Allie the 2nd? Is, is that yeah. why? Um, but do you – so did you look yours up? Do you know what it is? Uh, No. Well, now I don't remember it. Well, so I couldn't remember mine when I was going to bring up yours, but the one for November 2nd, so I guess Allie's birthday, two years before she was born, 
is um the Macarena. <laughs> Fire. Which is funny. Um mine's Elton John though, Candle in the Wind. Yes. Yours yours is also the Macarena. It is the Macarena. Well, it's a it weekly is, one, so I guess that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. It's so crazy to me to think that the Macarena was like like obviously you hear that song at bar mitzvahs and like shit like that, but like it's crazy to think that that song was probably playing on the radio on every like every day. Oh day. my god! Like people getting out of the car to Macarena. Yeah, people were probably like putting down everything just to do the Macarena. Yeah. Like which is so fucking funny to me because I would clown the shit out of anybody doing that. But uh, imagine if a song like that dropped today, like the TikTok trend. Like, I fucking those hate guys it. would be mega stars. Yeah. Um, but their music lives on. Their music definitely <laughs> lives on. What else dropped? Is that it? Tuesday slide, Frank. Yeah. Oh yeah, but just just to finish on the Tuesday slide. Drake is a cornball, been known, only second in cornball in this to Alex. Um, <laughs> and uh, this song is doo-doo garbage, and the beat was okay, and there were parts of the song where I was like, all right, this is good, this is good, and then Drake will say something stupid, and I'll be like, all right, this is bad. And um, it's par for the course for Drake right now. We'll see if he can ever revive this. And I was talking to somebody about it the other day, and I was like, look, everything Drake's been dropping recently has had that vibe where I'm like, all right, there's little inklings of like good Drake in here, but it's so much bad Drake. I don't care. But like he really it could drop a song next week. That's like crazy fire and uh, go right back on top. Well, no, here's the thing. Like I'm going to talk all this shit about this song. Like it's still going to be a hit. It's still going to be number one. People are still going to lose their minds when it comes on. I'm probably going to get hype when it comes on at a bar. But yeah, you uh, will, cause you're fucking phony. No, because at the end of the day, like I'll have fun, but I'll still be like, "Yo, Drake is trash." Yeah, because that, I have zero. You like that's I have zero respect for Drake. No, but that's a big thing about you, though. You'll be like, "I fucking hate this song. It's terrible." And then it'll come on in the club, and you'll go crazy. You'll because go bananas I, because I put fun before like my own fucking chip on my shoulder, like. Okay, I get that to some extent, but at the same time, like, if you're there turning up in the club to the song, how can you say that you don't like it? Because it's the equivalent of me saying, I don't want to go out tonight, but I'm still going to go and have fun. Like, I've gone out when I don't want to go out. I've gone out when I've had, when I went to the Bronx with body and had fucking five slices of pizza and my stomach was just full of pizza and sausage and garlic knots. <laughs> I didn't want to go out, but I did and I had a good time. So, like. Okay, so uh, a little light on the media front today because a certain somebody didn't watch the platform. A certain somebody uh, wasn't aware that we were going to be discussing the platform today, I, so a certain I, other somebody can go fuck themselves. Not like I mentioned it six times, but it's okay. We'll move forward. No, you mentioned to me once three days ago when you were like, I'm going to watch this movie, and then you watched it yesterday and were like, maybe you should watch it, but it's weird. And I was like, okay, maybe I'll Last watch it. Last week, I said it. And then I said it again this week that I'm going to watch it. And then I said it again when I watched it three times. Anyway. What would you like? Would you like a medal? We No, I want the fucking recognition. Should I call call Netflix and have them give you a little gold star? So a lot of people have been talking about this on Twitter. Um, It's a open source psychometrics quiz. And it's a statistical which character personality. I took this already. Oh, you did? 
Yeah, but we could do it again. Well, no, no. What? So then we're just going to talk about your results. Oh, but I, I don't know who, like, I haven't seen the show the character's from. What show? Mad Men. Well, what was your main, that was your main match? Yeah. You were Don Draper? No, not Don Draper. Could you imagine? That I was going to say, I don't believe that for a fucking second. No, I was not Don Draper. Well, what, what about the rest of the people I'm on sure. your list? I'm trying to remember the dude. Man oh didn't God. even take a picture. I don't even know if I took the same test that you did. It's the one that's going with like the full match list of like hundreds of names. Oh no, I didn't take that one. I took a different one. I don't. I think you just did it wrong. No, I. What do you mean? I fucking did it wrong, because bro. I know. I would use the internet. I would be massively shocked if there were two large scale quizzes such as the. Is it the one with the bar of like percentage? And it was uh, like I don't are even you... think it was percentages, but oh my god! Okay, we're gonna do this. Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, so it's there's there's three versions. There's the random one, which is fourteen. The recommended, which is twenty eight, which is the one I did. Then there's the complete quiz because this is like for a school, I believe. So you can like submit your results for like their results. The complete one is a hundred and twenty one questions. <laughs> And we're not doing that. So we're just going to go through. Um, so first question, it's basically going to be uh, on a scale from 0 to 100%. And you tell me the split, and I'll just put it in for you. So where do you fall on the spectrum between intellectual and physical? Uh, more towards the intellectual side, I guess. You're going to have to give me numbers. Or is this like in terms of work? what? In terms of what? What do you mean? Like intellectual versus physical, I guess sixty forty intellectual. Let's say sixty forty. I don't think this is gonna translate well, but we're gonna do it. Uh, arcane versus mainstream. Mainstream. Let's go sixty forty mainstream. Oh, you love the sixty forty. It's a good split. It is. Uh, spiritual skeptical. Fifty fifty. Oh. Orderly chaotic. You already know the answer to that one. <laughs> Let's go 70-30 chaotic. <laughs> Blue collar ivory tower. Oh, big time ivory tower guy. <laughs> Let's go like 70-30 ivory tower. There we go. This is a big, this is one that I really liked and I was like, oh, this is a funny one. Uh, brave or careful? 80-20 careful. Yeah. Uh, Do you not re- agree not with that? <laughs> refined, rugged. I, I don't know. Um, in terms of my tastes, um, I don't know if it's taste necessarily. Let's get sixty forty refined. Sixty forty refined. Okay. Dominant, submissive. Sixty forty submissive. Oh, we should do the. <laughs> the BDSM test? <laughs> You're going to be a brat? <laughs> <laughs> I like it when they lead me around in a dog leash. Strictly leash. Call me Spot. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, strict lenient? Yeah. I'm like 50-50. Eh, 60-40 strict. Indulgent, sober. Six, uh, 70, 30, indulgent. Out of your mind? 
Yeah, yeah, at least 70-30 indulgent. Josh, you're at least like 85. But okay, I'll... We'll... No, no, do 80 then. I, the point of us doing this together is that you give your input on my personality, I suppose. Creative, conventional. I figure I'm not like a crack addict or no, anything, you know what I mean? Like... It doesn't mean crack addict, but like just living together, you and me being like, how about we say fuck cooking and eat Wendy's four times of the week? That's indulgent. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, so creative, conventional. Uh, 60-40 creative. Let me also say, we didn't do Wendy's four times a week. We would do Wendy's, Panera Bread. We had a nice little spread. <laughs> we had a nice rotation go. The occasional five. Uh, loyal or traitorous? <laughs> <laughs> it's tough to say. It depends on who uh, we're talking about. I'd say I'm pretty loyal, though. You were, yeah. When it really comes down to it. So let's go 70-30, loyal. Sometimes I'm quite traitorous. <laughs> Cheery or sorrowful? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, it really depends on the day, man. It does. Let's but, like, go, if you let's have to go 50-50. Okay. To, to be completely transparent, I think I put, like, 85 or 90% cheerful. <laughs> Yeah, okay. That makes sense, though. You're a cheerful guy. I am happy more often than not. This is a good one. Modest or flamboyant? Uh, See, that is another one. It depends on the day. It really depends on what I'm doing. I want like 85% flamboyant. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get 60% flamboyant. Even though, like, I feel like I am modest. Like, I won't, like, I won't, like, brag about my achievements, but I will be, like, I won't try to flex as much as possible. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're a hype beast. No. Yes. Wise or foolish? <laughs> I think I'm pretty wise. You can be. <laughs> I know you think I'm foolish. See, this is tough. You can be very wise. You you catch the like ult, like the extremes on both ends <laughs> of the spectrum. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> so like you catch me on my wise days. When I'm spitting wisdom, and then you catch me on my most foolish days when I am being a buffoon. So let's go 60-40 wise. Okay. That's that's fair. Because I feel like a foolish man can give wise advice. Or a wise man can give foolish advice, but a, wait. A wise no. man recognizes when he's being foolish. Masculine or feminine? 60% masculine. I would say I'm not the most masculine dude. Like, I'm not all into, like, oh. I don't know, fucking just like, oh, I'm hulking, bro. Like, let's go fucking slap each other's asses on a baseball field. Let like, me pour this pre-workout into my eyeball. Yeah, exactly, bro. Yeah, exactly. But I, I am definitely on the masculine. Let me just say this also to anybody out there, either taking pre-workout as a mixer or snorting pre-workout, you are out of your fucking minds. And you know we're talking to you. You know who we're talking about. But I know you don't listen, but he knows. You people are mad men. Seeing that on like Instagram gets me so mad. Like it's I'm so not stupid. It's fucking moronic. Um I took pre-workout for like a week once when I was like hardcore working out, and then I, I was on the treadmill one day and I was like, if I keep doing this, my heart will explode. So I stopped. Nice. Um, so okay. Charming or awkward? 50-50. Depends okay. on the day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Luddite or technophile? 
Uh, 80% technophile. I literally never heard the word Luddite before this. Well, now you learned a new word. Word of the day. Uh, angelic or demonic? Oh. <laughs> it depends on the day, dude. Sometimes we're quite the demon. Um, let's go 50-50. You can be quite a demon. Actually, not. 60-40 oh, angelic. Late. too late. I'm sorry. Alrighty, then. Um, playful or serious? I'd say 60 to 70% playful. Let's do 65 if you can. Okay. Normal or weird? 50-50. I'm definitely not the weirdest person in the world. I went, I went, I went high on the, I went like 80 weird. I'm a weird guy. (laughs) But like, there's weird things about me, but I wouldn't say that I'm a weird guy. Allie always tells me I'm weird, but, um, it's fine. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i'm like i don't think i'm like weird in like the general sense i just think i have like a very weird sense of humor so and she like, was like i feel like i'm not the most normal guy but man do i see a lot of weirdos out there you know what i mean yeah, i see Let your freak flag fly but uh i see people and i'm like yo you're fucking weird weird yeah exactly that's why i can't be anything more than 50 like i'm a, weird i'm gonna give like a little it's like very fucked up of me to say but like it is totally true like i'm into like nerd shit and like oh you're gonna take that down a very different road <laughs> i'm into i'm into binding i like being bound it's I'm shit. weird but i like being tied up upside down hanging from my feet all right it's not that weird um so yeah like we're not king shaming we're not king shaming and hell no like, do your thing like josh said let your freak flag fo- let your freak flag fly let your freak flag fly. Let your freak flag fly. Don't let anybody yuck your yum. <clears throat> the grossest of sayings. Um, but so I like like obviously but, I love movies. I love video games and comic books and like all this shit. So I go to I used to go to Comic Con a lot, and I like occasionally cosplayed, but like I would go to Comic Con and look around. Dressed up as Kirby, right? Never. I you imagine? I would go to Comic-Con and be like, I'm about what I like, but like these people are about what they like. You know what I mean? But yeah. uh, when I see a dude, I don't know. Like I'm just trying to think of just like wild shit that I'm seeing. I'm like, yo, you're a fucking freak guy. Like when I see people squealing like pigs. Like, you know that McDonald's video when the Rick and Morty thing was happening and he was like, the dude just got on the counter and was like, I'll pickle Rick and would just squeal. I was like, yo, by all definitions of the word, you're a fucking freak. Yeah. Like, stop it. But I've done weird shit. <laughs> so like, you're a weird guy. Josh, what's the weirdest thing you've seen me do? Um, I don't know. You have to think of it. I really couldn't. I mean, I know of some weird ass things you've done. Hit me, hit me. <laughs> no, you don't want me to say them on here. Hit me. I'll ble- I'll I'll cut it if anything. Okay. Weird. That is definitely weird. <laughs> that is definitely weird. Uh, that tops the list right now. That There's is- also like little weird things about you though. Like the vegetable thing is weird. Like not, yeah. Like not trying a carrot until you were twenty four. That's like, not true. I ate carrots my whole life. 
you're also not even 24 years old. It was very clearly a joke. Please relax. <laughs> okay, back on schedule. Um, I'm trying to think of weird shit that you do. Huh. There's a lot of weird shit. Yeah, I, weird I, shit you I, do. <laughs> I eat in bed a lot. Like, I don't know. There uh, is very weird. We're weird people. Yeah. I'd say we're both weird. So back to the original. I feel like anyone who says they're not weird is lying. Yeah. They, they're probably the ones who do the weirdest shit. Yeah. Like not to shit on Allie once again, but um, she says I'm weird. Well, she's very weird. So. But uh, that's what we love. If someone's if someone who's like, oh, I'm not weird, is the same person who's thinking like, oh, yeah, it's not weird to step in shit. What? Like, of all the things you could have said, stepping in shit? <laughs> stepping in shit is, or intentionally is definitely weird. Well, I was going to say the, like, cake sitting and all that, but, and then I went to shit for some reason. I don't know why. Because you caked your pants. Oh, I would go for a slice of cake right now. Oh, you're disgusting. This how gonna... can I say? How can I say you caked your pants and your mind goes to food and you're like, oh man, I could eat some of that cake right now. Well, because Allie brought up Martha's earlier and like that cake is Martha's on the mind. sucks. You're that's a weird thing to say. No, it doesn't. It doesn't suck. Um, so normal or weird? What's the percentage? Fifty-fifty. Okay. Ludicrous or sensible? I'm a, nor- I'm a normal amount of weird. I would say. Yeah. Okay. Ludicrous or sensible? And see, that's another one that's like... You have to speak clearly. Yeah, because if you don't give the right number on this... So you have a number in mind. Well, I mean, I think realistically, like... I think realistically, I'm like 65 to 70% ludicrous. If we looked at each other, like... We would give each other higher ludicrous numbers than our self-reflection would dictate, I think. Yeah. Like, I would give you 80% ludicrous, at least. But I hit you with a lot of nonsense. So, let's go 70% ludicrous. Okay. Luda! Fast. Fast or slow? 90% slow. (laughs) But there's some things I am quite quick with. Ladies, I know what you're talking about. (laughs) Um, yeah, no, I don't know. I mean, I don't run fast, obviously. I don't move very quickly, but, uh, <laughs> my brain works quite well. Very quick. Ladies, he's got but he's 90% slow. <laughs> that is great, Alex. That is great. <sighs> Tense or relaxed? 80% <laughs> tense. Only 80? Only 80? Yes, only 80, (laughs) fucking asshole. I feel like you're constantly on edge. (laughs) Because whenever you're with me, I am. (laughs) This is one of the funniest times I've had on the podcast. Artistic or scientific? Uh, 75% artistic. Actually, not. 65% artistic. Okay. Frugal or lavish? Oh, 80% lavish. <laughs> I went high on the lavish. 80% lavish. Trusting or suspicious? 
Seventy percent suspicious. Jesus, <laughs> let people shout, in. Shout out, Rob. Nah, dude. Ask Rob Kramer how suspicious I was, and to kill. Ask them how suspicious I was of them when I first met them. <laughs> what does that mean? I used to just like when we were pledging, like they'd be walking in front of me and like talking and shit, and I'd be like, "We guys scheming? We guys plotting? Like, what's your plan? Like, that's funny stuff. Ask them about it." All right, the final one. Ferocious or a pacifist? I'd say 65% pacifist because I, if I ever needed to throw down, I would, but I never would unless I needed to. Well, I feel like your words are very ferocious. Yeah, but pacifist deals directly with like physical violence. So Uh, I'm just using that as context. All right. So would you be willing to answer a few more questions to make the chest more? Yeah, Yeah, sure. this This is the fun part. Um, so select any of the works of fiction in the list below that you know enough about to confidently rate the personality of characters from them. So you tell me yes or no, and I'll yeah. check off the box. So rapid fire, rapid fire, little women. Yes. Inception. Yes. The great Gatsby. Uh, the book. It says read, uh, read or seen. So yes, the firefly and serenity. No downtown Abbey. No. Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yes. Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Yes. The Wire. No. Avatar The Last Airbender. Yes. I didn't know that. Mad Men. No. Silicon Valley. Yes. Westworld. No. Dexter. No. The West Wing. Yes. What a fucking... I cannot believe that. Toy Story. Yes. Alien. Yes. Maybe. Yes. Okay. Okay. Where where does Ellen Page from Inception? So it's all going to be characters from Inception. Okay. Where? Um, where does Ariadne fall on the spectrum? Jealous? Is that Ellen Page? Yeah. Uh, where does? Oh yeah, jealous or compulsive? Okay, that is a big word that I'm not sure I know, but the opposite of jealous, um, I would put like eighty percent not jealous. Um, and you can also say don't know, skip if you want. Um, where does Mr. Saito fall on the spectrum? Strict or lenient? Uh, strict 70%. Uh, where does Killian Murphy fall on the spectrum? Creative, conventional? Uh, conventional 80%. Um, uh, Jogo, apprentice or master? Uh, 60, nah, 50, 50. I gotta watch Inception again. It's fire. You should. Uh, Killian Murphy, Outlaw or Sheriff? Uh, seventy percent. Well, sixty percent Sheriff. Sixty percent Sheriff. Oh, dude. Uh, Jogo, sarcastic or genuine? Uh, forty sixty sarcastic. So forty sarcastic. Yeah. No, no, no. Sixty percent sarcastic. I'm sorry. That made no sense. Closer to sarcastic or genuine? Sarcastic. Because, like, there's no numbers on this one, which is annoying. Um, where does Leo fall on the spectrum? Playful or shy? 80% shy. Oh, fuck. I don't know if, like, putting it closer to shy is making it 80%. Like, 
I understand what you're saying. No, I think it's closer to shy means it's shy. So you think he's more shy? Yeah, I mean, that just makes me think that you don't know if you've been doing this whole thing wrong. <laughs> well, for the first, like, the non-movie part was all numbers. This one is is no numbers. So, like, it's, like just tell me closer to shy or playful. Closer to shy. Okay. Give me the number and, and just, like, reiterate closer Please. to. Uh, Mr. Saito, androgynous or gendered? Uh, I would say 80% androgynous. Jogo, open-minded, closed-minded. 70% open-minded. Patient, impatient. For Jogo? Uh, sorry, Leo. 60% patient. Interesting. Uh, Leo's wife, sporty or bookish? <laughs> what a random question. Uh, bookish. I like that their last name is Cobb. Yeah. Bob Cobb. Uh, Dom Cobb. <laughs> Optimistic or pessimistic? Uh, 50-50. Uh, Mr. Saito, playful or serious? 80% serious. I oh, think he's got a little joke. Uh, Ellen Page, obedient or rebellious? Uh... 50-50. Dude, I haven't seen in- Inception in so long that I don't even remember the reason why she's in that movie. She's the architect. Okay. Of one of the worlds, I believe. Correct. Correct. Yes, you're right. Uh, where does uh, Mr. Saito, diligent or lazy? 90% diligent. Yo, how are they not going to have Tom Hardy on this list? Uh, Mal Cobb, poisonous or nurturing? Tom Hardy's really not one of the main characters in that movie. He spends most of his time like as uh like the dad, you know what I mean? I don't remember okay at all. He's definitely in the movie, but he doesn't have nearly as big of a part as like any of the other characters named. Okay. So Malcob, poisonous or nurturing? Is that the wife? Yeah. Uh 90% poisoning. Yeah. <laughs> uh Jogo, biased or impartial? 50-50. Eh, no. 60-40 impartial. It's gone now. You can't go back. Oh. Uh, Leo's wife, frugal or lavish? Uh, 60% lavish. Uh, Killian Murphy, angry or good-humored? <laughs> 70% angry. Leo's wife, arcane or mainstream? 70% arcane. Baby girl. Uh, Killian Murphy, dramatic or no nonsense? Uh, 65, no, 70% no nonsense. Uh, J- Ellen Page, I keep saying Juno, angelic or demonic? Juno. Uh, 80% angelic. Leo, disorganized or self disciplined? 90% self-discipline. Actually, 100% self-discipline. Bang. Actually, no, no. 90%. <laughs> He's caught slipping once or twice in that movie. Killian Murphy, straight or queer? All right. Uh, I don't know. 50-50? We're not really... You can do it if you don't know. There's just no allusions to his sexuality in that movie, I don't think. So don't know? Um. Yeah, I guess, yeah. 
uh, Joe go cheery or sorrowful? 50-50. Leo's wife open or guarded? Uh, 80% guarded. Juno, self-conscious or self-assured? I'm going full in. 60% self-conscious. Uh, Leo, repetitive or varied? Uh, varied, 60%. Mr. Saito, creepy or disarming? <laughs> oh my god. 70% creepy. Juno, thin or thick? <laughs> no way it says that. It does, swear to god. Thin or thick? Yeah. <laughs> 70% thin. How much have of Inception have you read, watched? All of it or all of it multiple times? All of it multiple times. What is the most recent you have watched Inception? This week, this month, this year, in the last five years? More than this five. year. Nice. In 2020? Well, I guess. In, what is your age? 22? Mm-hmm. Is English your native language? What is your gender? Uh, if you identi- Do you identify with Meyer Briggs? Or yeah. a, a, do you know yeah. your? Do you know it? Yeah, I'm an, I'm an ENTJ. ENT. Can we do that for me next time? Yeah, sure. Cool. And Enneagram type one to nine. I'm sorry. Say it again. My dad texted me. Enneagram type one to nine. No, I don't know what that is. Okay. Uh, what is your current occupation or way of life? Truck driver, lawyer, student, homemaker, unemployed, traveling, imprisoned, etc. <laughs> Etc. I guess, unless there's one that said employed. I put creator. Okay, I, I guess I too will put creator. Um, can we use the answers you have just given for our research? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Loading match. You are who the fuck is this? Oh, this dude sucks. You are eighty-one percent match with Lee Sizemore from Westworld. I don't even know who that is. He is. Quite the prick. Lovely. Well, let's go to the full match list. Um, So 81% Lee Sizemore. You are 75% match with Lee Slughorn. Horace Slughorn from Harry, from Harry Potter. Potter. Yeah. Uh, 75% Andy Bernard. Pussy. Andrew Bernard also? Yeah. Pussy. Uh, 75% Gretchen Wieners. Who is that? From Mean Girls. You oh, fucking I knew that. psycho. Uh, wait, she, wait, is she the idiot? No, Gretchen Wieners is the curly-haired one whose father invented pop uh, toaster strudel. Oh, okay, word. I thought it was Amanda Seyfried's character. I was like, that's Karen. Gretchen, no, Karen. Yes, Karen. Fuck, I gotta watch Mean Girls. All right, let's wrap this up. (laughs) Uh, Harry Crane from Mad Men, 74% Dinesh, 73% Raj from Big Bang Theory. What? Trying to find that good one. 70% Tom Haverford. Okay. Fun fact. Tom Haverford was my number two at 82%. You're cool. And my number one match was John Hammond from uh, Jurassic Park. You were definitely hyped about that. I was very hyped. Um, Another funny one that I'm just looking at yours is, where was it? Number 20 for you is, oh, wait, no, that's me. Oh, fuck, I'm Fogel. Number 20 for you is Ryan from The Office. Okay. And above that is Craig. Um, <laughs> Craig? Uh, Dean. The Dean from Community. Sorry. Oh, God. 
Um, so yeah, John Hammond and Lee Sizemore are your two co-hosts next week for welcome to where's the remote. All right, Alex. Time remover. Sorry, got sidetracked. Um, well, thank you for doing that, Josh. I'm glad that we'll tweet that yeah, link. We'll get your we'll get your personality going next week. Yeah, we'll we'll see what A B C D I am. Um, All right, Alex. Lightning round. Go. No, I'm just kidding. Pull your socials. Uh, you get. <laughs> you can find me. Um, the word of the day is zest. You can find me on Instagram at Alex Paps One. <laughs> yeah, you can find me on Instagram. The at- word of the day is zest. <laughs> You can find me on Instagram at AlexPaps1. You can find me on Twitter at SamuraiPaps. You can find me on Letterboxd at AGPerson. You can find the podcast on Instagram and Twitter at WTRPod. You can find me at Josh Lempert, J-O-S-H-L-E-M-P-E-R-T, on everything. Letterboxd, Twitter, Instagram. Go follow us. Go follow the page, guys. We really appreciate it. Everybody listening out there, you're doing the most. And uh, make sure if you get the chance, please leave a review and a rating on Apple Podcasts. That's where all the podcast clout comes from. You already know. And, uh, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Bye-bye.